0: Now I see the light at the end of the tunnel This is my way through Now all I gotta do is pay attention and be intentional Yeah. Hello, 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 hello You know how we do it Thank you so much for joining me for the fourth episode of my podcast How I Sang My Way Through And we're going to help you know how it is you're going to make your way through lots of things you're going through at the moment for you not to let your past your present affect your future. Okay, we've all been given lots of things for us to be able to go on in life. Okay, my name is Maya. Also known as Maya, just praise or MJ praise in the building. I know I'm a gospel artist and I'm a new podcaster. I know, I know, I know, I know. know. Okay. So straight to business. I'm going to answer some of your questions. You've been asking me for the past three episodes. Thank you so much for the feedbacks. Thank you so much for the encouragement. Thank you so much for the constructive criticism. I love them. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate them. So I'm just going to brush through some of the questions today so that we can go through the main topic for today, which is stop blaming your childhood for your inadequacies. Okay. Stop blaming your childhood. But before we go through that, let me answer one of the questions you've, you've asked me. You've talked about. You know, I referred to some things in the past podcasts that talked about what it is I sort of um, inculcate in my children and I also try to stand by, which can be quite difficult at times, oh my God, especially when dealing with humans. But do you know what? We have to deal with humans. You have to deal with me, no matter how annoying it is I am, okay? So I talked about the three H's and that is honor, humility, and honesty honor humility and honesty now with me i love humility but then i don't like when the person i'm showing that humility to now starts controlling me with it now i don't stand for it humility is great but don't let people take your humility for stupidity okay I'm not saying that you shouldn't have your standards, that's absolutely fine, but be respectful. Be humble about it. Treat people the way it is you want to be treated, but don't allow yourself to be walked over. And I'm not saying pretend, let people know what it is you stand for. Don't pretend. What you don't like, say it. And what you like, say it. Now, honesty. Oh, now this is, oh my God, this can be difficult at times, okay? And I can only pray that God will give you the spirit of discernment when you've being honest, because I mean, if your wife should come to you and she's out of shape and she comes to you and she says, I'm um, darling, how do I look? And you know, she's out of shape. What do you say? <laughs> Especially when you know what your, your partner is like, well, obviously when it comes to, um, more, um, serious matters, like probably that has, um, greater consequences, you'll have to be honest about it. You have to be honest, okay, and let people know you for your honest. When you're yes, let it be yes. When you're no, let it be no. Don't be the people that when you say good morning, people will have to look at the time or look outside to be sure that it's morning. Huh? okay. And the next one is honor. I like, I love honor a lot. H O N O U R. I love, it. I love to honor people. But I just, I just love not because I want anything back from them. But because it's just a great way to acknowledge people to so say that I see you, I respect you. Okay. I love the impact it is you're making in my life, that kind of honor, but don't let you honoring people make it look as if you're serving them. Okay. Especially in the Christian world, we tend to let, we tend to get carried away with, uh, with honor. We're like, Oh, you know, Oh, spiritually this, or even at work. It might be like, oh, your your management and the, and you sort of become extremely subservient to them that you lose focus. So there is just a very thin line in, in honoring people, with honoring people and, you know, serving them, if that makes sense. So you have to be careful with that. So I stand by those three things and I try to um, inculcate it in my children. And um, yes, so straight to business today. Stop blaming yourself. For your inadequacies stop blaming your childhood for your inadequacies stop saying that it's everybody else's fault but yours no now as you all know I went through sexual abuse from the age of five and I, like I always say I'm sure it happened way younger than that even before now but I started recollecting from the age of five till my teenage years in the hands of various men And I just remember bits and pieces of the experience uh, experiences and things like that, but now to be able to share my, my, um, my experience to encourage other people. It's a great, it's a great privilege, privilege for me and a great honor, which I don't take for granted. And I know that we're all on different journeys. My story, my experience is different from anybody else's. Mine is totally different. Everybody's one is synonymous to them. Okay. It is just each person's life is so, but what, um, what really gets me. And remember I said, I know we are different and I might not understand. I'm, I'm not scientific in any way. I don't know how the brain works. So please don't persecute me for this. I am sharing what it is. I've used personally and worked for me. I love to watch crime things a lot, crime dramas, crime films, things like that. And I watch a lot. But when it's time, when the perpetrator or the murderer or whatever is being, you know, arrested and they're in the court. And then I see the lawyers arguing that, oh, because they had a very terrible childhood, then they are visiting that into their future and committing terrible atrocities. And I just don't understand the dynamics behind that. I don't understand it to be quite honest with you. I'm out, i might sound naive. I might sound as if I don't know what it is I'm talking about, but do you know what, if I should have let what it is I've gone through affect my future today, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be here doing what it is I am doing now. I've been able to turn that negative situation into something positive. I've been able to turn that mess into a message of hope after abuse. So like I always say you've got to two choices in life bad choice or right choice. There is no gray area there. There is no gray area there. Two choices. Okay? Two choices you have to make. Is it that you say that okay? I went I went through this just egregious um experience and I'm gonna turn it around and let people know that see I went through this but I came out. Victorious! I came out above or you give in to that inner demons and say, okay, because I went through this, then other people will suffer or I will eat myself and eat everybody else. No, why did this happen to me? No. Why do you, why, why we blame everybody? And like I always say, don't own the abuse it is you've gone through. Don't, it is not yours. By the time it is, you, you start calling it my abuse then you believe it is your fault. Then the hatred seems, 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 seems till it it just erupts. But by the time you start calling it the abuse, then it makes more sense. So I don't understand when people say that, oh yeah, because I I took um, a a, a gun to to a, a school filled with children and I gunned them all down because I went through a bad childhood does that in any way correlate with anything? I don't understand it. Or when like a 60, 70 year old man does something and then they start relating it to what happened to him or her when they were five years old, when they were younger. And I'm like, what what, what happened between that space? What happened? And that is why I always say you can't keep whatever it is you've gone through. Even if it's abuse, or whatever negative situation that you've gone through and you feel that you need to talk about it with somebody. Don't keep it eating. There is nothing eating under the sun. If you think that what has happened to you is the worst thing that can happen to anybody. Wait till you hear somebody else's story. Wait till you hear somebody else's experience and you will be blown away and you will literally thank God for your own life. Yes. I've had lots of abuse survivors and victims come up to me and they share their stories with me for the first time ever because they feel that they can relate to me. They can relate with me and I will understand because I've gone through similar. And when they finish sharing, I'm like, wow, I am so humbled that you think I am fit to hear your story of surviving this. And I thank God for my own experience that, wow, mine wasn't or isn't even as worse as this person's life. So don't make, don't blame your inadequacies. The the inadequacies you're facing in the present or the inadequacies you will face in the future. Don't blame it. Don't blame, don't blame it on your past. Don't ever do that. Now there is something I'd like to share with you. Again, one of the experiences I went through with, um, during the, 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 my, my um, experience of abuse and Looking back at it now, it, I would have easily given into prostitution because I felt so worthless. I was like, well, if any, if anybody else is doing it, then what, what, there is nothing to, to be, yeah, there is nothing to be, to, 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 keep from anybody anymore. Yeah. It's free for all. Come have your, come have your go. So this experience happened and I would always go to my daddy's for holidays. And there was a day he went out, you know, with everybody else. And I was left with other people in the, in our compound. And there was nothing left for us to eat. And I was hungry. My neighbor, uh, I think it was in his twenties or thereabouts, And I was about, I don't really remember the exact age, but between eight and 12 ish, that kind of age. And he saw that I was hungry and he tempted me with a quarter of an orange and he said, ah, yeah, I know you're hungry. Come. If you, if I have my way with you, then I'll give you a quarter of an orange, not a whole orange, not half of an orange, but quarter of an orange. And yes, he did have his way with me. And I don't want to start describing to you what I had to do or the experience because It is just disgusting, but I thank God for the grace and looking back at it. now. I just felt that I would have easily given in to prostitution. If I had that mindset that yes, give me this and I'll sell my body to you at that young age, because other people have had their ways with me and I thought that yes, 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 it's easy. Come have your way. Whatever. Give me the orange. I'm hungry. And as you can imagine, it just took just a sock. From me, from for, for me to suck on the orange, just one suck, and that was it. I didn't even enjoy. I my my hunger wasn't satisfied in any way. It wasn't in any way satisfied, and it shows how easy it is for somebody to fall into prostitution when they've gone through abuse. When they've gone through it, they're like, yeah, my body is worth less. What else do I have to live for? Just have your way and just give me what it is you need to give me because they don't see themselves as a human being. Let alone anybody else see them as a human being. Nobody else. If you don't believe, if you don't treat yourself with so much self-worth, how will other people treat you that way? How will other people treat you that way? That is what I've said. Please get help. Talk to somebody. It is not your fault. It is not your abuse. It is the abuse that happened to you that tried to change the course of your life. But then you're back again, taking charge and saying, "Ah, I take charge of my life. I am the pilot of this plane. I am the driver of this car and wherever it is, I will drive it with God leading me. Talk to somebody about it. You know, just somebody you know that you can trust. Just tell them, I need you to just listen. Don't interrupt me. There is something I've been hiding, there is something that has been heavy in my heart. And I need somebody to just vent to. I'll need somebody to pour to, to pour out into. And with me, normally when I'm talking about the abuse it is I went through, I will be a blubber. I'll be crying. Oh my God. <laughs> Why? Why? But with time, the more it is, I was sharing my experience. The more it is I am sharing it, the more it looks as if it is not a part of my life. The more I start believing it, that no, this is not me. It just happens to me because it wanted to derail me from achieving my purpose. Some people come up to me when I share the experience of going through the abuse, and they're like, Wow, you are so brave, Mayoa. You are so brave. And I tell them, No, I'm not brave, <laughs> not in the slightest. I am not brave at all. I am just mad at the devil that out. How dare you try to take away my joy? How dare you try to take away my peace? How dare you take away the vision God, all the potentials God has invested in my life? So I am taking the bull by the horn and going with so much speed, going with so much force, telling anybody that is in my way that you better get out of my way because I have that goal I am going for. So, no, I am not brave. I am just mad at the enemy. I am just mad at that situation. Now, if you are in that dark space of saying that because you went through that situation, then you have to let other people suffer what it is you've suffered. You have so much hatred so much low self esteem within you that you don't even see yourself as human, let alone other people. And what you just feel like doing is hurting yourself, hurting other people. Please talk to somebody about it before you get to that dark place. It just starts with a thought and that is right with me. When I am by myself, my mind wanders, my heart wanders. And I go into like a deep kind of depression. And that is where, when I sing, I sing with so much power. I sing with so much passion. I sing almost as if I'm shouting to God that God hear this girl, she needs you desperately. She needs you. She needs you desperately. If anything, before you do what it is you are about to do, think when you were going through that abuse, you went through, how did you feel? Would you wish that on anybody else? Is that the kind of legacy you want to leave behind? Think of it. Don't make that mistake. There is still hope. And I tell you that with so much confidence, with so much courage that there is still hope for you. Don't give up yet. Don't give in yet. I can assure you that life is filled with so much love. All you need is just that intentionality, that courage, that confidence to reach out, to reach out, to say, I need help. Please. I need help. I've gone through this and I my, my thoughts are dark and I don't like where my thoughts are taking me to reach out for help, reach out for support, please. Sometimes I have flashbacks of the things that I've gone through. Obviously not to enjoy the experience, but it's just been ingrained in my memory. And especially with having children, you just think, God, I don't want my children to go through what it is I've gone through, God. Please protect my children. Guide all the children. God, please You've let me come out of this experience fruitful in life, but other people have not been so lucky. Other people have not been so blessed. they have falling under the stereotype of being a victim of abuse. They either given to suicide, they either given to addiction or they become perpetrators themselves but I've been blessed enough not to do that. And I always say that it is my mission in life to give that one person hope to let them know that there is hope after abuse. And I say it, I am married with three children and thankfully my husband knew He was the first person I ever told about the abuse when I was that young, when I was 17. And he stood by me. He stood with me. Anybody you tell about your experience and they're not willing to stand by you, to stay with you, then they are not worth your life. They are not worth your time. They are not worth your relationship with them. You have to start having self-worth. You have to start having self-worth. Don't be reliant on people because you think that nobody will love you don't be, depend, don't be dependent on people and let them take advantage of you. Don't let that happen to you. Have yourself worth. Stand with confidence, stand with courage, and say that because I went through this, that doesn't mean that that is what I am. That doesn't mean that that is who I am. That doesn't mean that I won't have a fruitful future. Some survivors that I've spoken to, that they now use their experience to impact lives around them. There is this freedom about them that I notice. There is this joy. There is this hope radiating through them. And that is what healing does healing, healing of talking about it to somebody. I'm not saying, like I always say, I'm not saying grab a microphone. I'm not saying go on the high street or go, no, to talk about what it is you've gone through, it might be your partner that you've never talked to to about. Let them know because that might explain some things that is going on in in your relationship and they will be able to understand more. It might be your parent, It might be your spiritual somebody. It might be somebody that you look up to your mentor. Just tell them and it's okay to cry about it because it's release. It is release for you. Never ever take for granted that experience because you are rising to the top, but it takes great intentionality, focus from you, great intentionality and focus from you to be able to shine through. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. And I do appreciate you. If you'd like to reach out to me, please do so on my various social media handles at MJ praise and I will definitely get back to you. Remember you've been created for a purpose. Don't let your experience tell you otherwise. You have been created for much more than what you think you are experiencing. Now you are greatly loved. You are greatly cared for, but you have to love yourself first and care for yourself first, not in a selfish way, but in a way that will let you learn how to love other people, how to care for other people, and the best of all, how to love and care for God. I'll see you next time. My name is Smayawa Oyloye, MJ Praise. And remember to share this to other people because you never know who this might touch or impact their lives. God bless you. Have a wonderful life ahead of you. Bye. <laughs> now I see the light. At the end of the tunnel, the is my way through, now all I gotta do is pay attention and be intentional, yeah, yeah.